before. You can say what you want, I never told. Had a big real heart, like blue and cold. Can't talk in the shit when your record's old. Still in the mix when I'm out in the mix. That was your bitch, till I gave her some dick. Clapping the cheese while she riding the dick. When I send it back to you, put all of them tricks. Every day I live a life of sin. When I take a loss, I find a way to win. Back door closed, I'm trying to find again. This low, you niggas let us strain in. Gotta watch your ass in the time we in. If the paper ride, niggas do you win. I don't fuck with niggas, all my niggas can. I don't fuck with niggas, all my niggas can. If the worst was to happen, my niggas gon' spin that block. Lord protect my friends, keep on taking all the ops. They fabricating stories, ain't nobody over here drop. Don't even talk about footwork, all alone we building a lot. We going way up, we going way up. Yo, yo, Sturdy Facts 101, back for another week. Hope everybody's staying sturdy, staying safe, and staying sucker free. Uh, it's the Bo Vance. What's the deal with Saint? I'm Ash. And we have a very special guest in the building. Uh, Sturdy Facts is on. Introduce yourself. Exotic Pudgy. Exotic Pudgy. Welcome, welcome. Now, for y'all who don't know who Exotic Pudgy is, you, you've probably heard his music. Just didn't know the face. Now you can put a face yeah, to the music. Heard a lot. <laughs> Definitely heard him a lot. So, Exotic Pudgy, let, let's let's get into it. So first, where'd you come up with the name Exotic Pudgy? Let's start there. Exotic, um, basically from my, my hood. I'm from 2800, and so I took the... um. And I was looking for something like a, a clothing brand, like a brand. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, let me take the exotic fit pudgy at the end of it. So that's how I came up with it. Wanted to find something like a brand. Right, right. Well, that was smart. Because, you know, the easier something is the brand, the easier it is for you. So Yeah, niggas like reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, let's start. When did you start? When did you start off rapping? Let's, th- let's start there. About... 20. Because I started off singing first. Okay. So once I um I started singing, then I had stopped. I tried to uh get better. I, I got better at rapping. Then mm. once I got better at rapping, I transitioned back over to single to get my vocals right. Mm. So what what made you stop singing to start rapping? Because some people they they sing and they just stick they just stay to that. Yeah, so stick to one lane. What made you switch switch it up? When I when I first started uh, doing music. I was my motivation was my mom. Mm-hmm. My mom passed away in 2013, so I had stopped. I ain't really had the the passion no more to do music, or so I had stopped. But um, I met my me. I've been through Josh my whole life. Mm-hmm. I was we was just playing around all the time. We would always freestyle and stuff. And he said, "Bro, just start taking that joint serious." Like, right. So I just start going going hard. I was on his ass. <laughs> I'll go his ass every day. You tripping. <laughs> so what are some of your influences? Because it's funny, you, you got like a a, a more ray type style. So who are some of your influences that you listen to growing up and that you know some people you get your influence from? Biggie Smalls, Rick Ross, uh, Music Soul Child, mm. Jill Scott. I like, see, I like, I like, I like R and B a lot. That's, mm-hmm. that's my preference. I mean, right. So, um, I like, I listen to more R and B more than rap. But my my favorite rap is big is Biggie. Mm. So when you let's take it back some when you start singing, how was it like? How did you know you had that singing voice? You know, some people think they could sing. And then you'd be like, ah, oh, it's kind of not that. They be toned <laughs> tone down like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be nervous. Like, I ain't, anybody used to ask me to sing or do anything, I used to get shy. I used to be, <clears throat> I used to be stuck. But um, my mom used to always ask me to sing to her at nighttime. That's how I started knowing I was good. And, um, I wound up doing a talent show at Fitzsimmons High School. Okay. And everybody was telling me that, yo, you can sing. So I, after, I got the courage after that, so. Since then, what's up? So, uh, what was like your first showcase? Like when you, all right, what was your first singing showcase outside of the talent show that you did? And what was your first rap rapping showcase? Long ago, really? I was uh, performed at a strip club probably like two weeks ago. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you was there? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Niggas ain't get an invite. I see how it is. Let's It was a Tuesday night. Uh, I ain't got a kid. Oh, all right. Dang. Shit. My fault. My fault. Extend the invite. But how did that go? 
Oh, that joint was lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you uh, in the strip club, you know I'm saying you got the chicks dancing and over here. One yeah, thing you got, awesome. you got to stay, you got, you got to kind of, kind of stay on top support? of you. You could have had a little drinky drink. I know, right? Damn. Motherfucker, motherfucker, play as fuck up. This nigga. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, how was that? I w- I was nervous because I'm always, I'm always calm and chill. Like I, I, I'm always observing. Mm-hmm. So my friends like, oh, you about to perform. You gonna be all nervous and stuff. I'm like, no, I ain't gonna be nervous when it's time to perform. I perform because I, I got comfortable doing it in high school. So it's like, I'm always calm. But when them camera rolling is, time to time to roll. So right. So, um, my question. <laughs> I just forgot what I was about to say. Um, That's that trip club in your mind. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. So, what's your, that's what it was. What's your mindset when you go into performing? Because, like you say, you know, you kind of laid back, calm and cool. So, like, you, like you say, when the camera cut on, it's just, it's just instant switch. Like, how does that go? Like, how do you prepare to perform? Be the, uh, the total opposite, energetic, moving around, interacting with the crowd. And so I think, I, okay, so I try to be the complete opposite of what uh, what I am on a normal. Mm-hmm. And I think that's key, especially for like. Uh, up and coming artists like nobody really knows who you are so you kind of like have to really interact with the crowd get the crowd you know figure yeah. out figure out your name you know all that stuff let's do you question me no, i'm good this <laughs> <laughs> now i'm good now i'm good so let me ask you this um we're doing the singles different singles we've been hearing different singles are is your ultimate plan to come out with a mixtape come out with a album like how you want to go about that i dropped a mixtape called ring june 5th that was mm-hmm. my first mixtape uh yeah. i dropped seven songs on there so um i got another one coming out soon i'm gonna probably do it like the beginning of fall mm-hmm. it's gonna be called just the beginning um i'm put 10 tracks on this one but yeah that 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 first uh mixtape raw ring is that that's a good one yeah. yeah, the thing about Pudge is like I always knew Pudge is like we, I, everybody knows his talented, but not everybody like follow up on that passion or mm-hmm. just that talent. You know, everybody can fix a house or do kind of shit, but they don't got the drive. Right. So you know, when I was thinking about trying to elevate myself, I always see somebody that got talent. So I always seen Pudge. I'm like, Yo, what's up? Why you keep bullshitting, bro? <laughs> and he like, I don't know. I'm like, Bro, you bullshitting? Come on. What do you, uh, what comes more natural to you, singing or rapping? Say singer. Singing. Does it make it easier to do your hooks knowing that you can really sing? Oh yeah, it makes it easier. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, uh, nah, some people gotta collaborate with other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. I ain't gotta really collaborate with nobody because if I want to do a singer hook, I can go ahead and do it in a tone that I want to do it in. So it's like, I would, I would, I would, I would love to start collaborating with people. That's what my guys start doing. Yeah, I just yeah, I started charging now. Yeah. <laughs> charging for the features. That'd be dope because I think you got your, you got you have a sound. So like I feel like your your voice on a hook would can really like uplift somebody's song, like mm. them rapping. Yeah, because because you can actually sing it and you can rap. Some people just should do hooks. Yeah, like it's a lot of people like you hear, but people like that they don't want to admit it. Yeah, they don't. You be they, like, come on, bro, you fucking the it's song. It's not for up. listen. Some listen. Sometimes you just you y'all just, know who you, just, you are you too, gotta, right? you got, Yeah, man, you just gotta know. Shit. You gotta know what you shape. You gotta. Shape. I'm crying. <laughs> what just happened? Wait, some <laughs> damn. No, but like, no, but some people like you, you hear them rap and you be like, you know what? You should just stick to you should just stick to the hook. Like that's 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 you. Like just do hooks. Some but like people would make a dope hook mm-hmm. and then when they start rapping, you be like, mm, you should just stick to the yeah. hook. See, there's nothing wrong with that, but you know. I mean, it's, I, I think start, it's a good thing you know like music. Like you know how people are rappers or a singer and they just don't know music. They just don't tap into anything else but whatever they're doing. Yeah. If you're a rapper, you only listen to rap music, but should, just because that's your genre that you want to perfect. Right. I mean, you know what's it, crazy? it comes from everywhere. A lot of rappers or guys more so, you think they like hard shit. They playing like R&B shit for real. Mm-hmm. For real. That's me. The real artists listen to don't just listen to one type of music because that's yeah. how you mm-hmm. get stuck in one type of lane. You got to yep. listen to everything. Mm-hmm. That's why... I, Artists, bigger artists, you'll hear different samples from different songs and different say, stuff yeah. because they listen to different music. Like, oh, I'll try this. Most young people don't know, don't realize that, like, yes. the rappers, like, they hear a line now, yeah. or they'll hear a beat now. They're like, oh, that beat high. They don't even realize what the original is. It's sample. been sampled from, yeah. like, somebody 
way before, yeah. Way yeah. before. Exactly. Are you big on listening to like old school stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Was your mom big on listening to like like to stuff like that? Like the Anita Baker shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the notes. Everybody listen to Anita Baker back in the day. I actually don't listen to her too much. You no? suck. <laughs> She's talented, but I don't really know many of her songs. That's what I was saying. I needed that voice, honey. That's that's where Tony Braxton got it from. Yeah. I don't listen to her too much. I know what she is though. <laughs> I know one song, I'm Break My Heart, I think it's called. Don't. He died. You know the only you know ask, <laughs> you I mean she nice though. Everybody. Tony, I'm available, Tony. Oh man. <laughs> I'm somebody. available, Tony. Right? I'm crying. Tony ain't gonna talk to you. You don't even know You don't even know you only know, yeah, you know But see, but, but that means I ain't starstruck. I'm gonna push like a regular person. Boom. Mind game right there. Josh from the block. Fuck out of here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, man. That's not sturdy, right? <laughs> Eat some. I'm not. They ain't going to know who she is then. <clears throat> you just walk up to her. I know how she look, but that honestly, is- people, I feel like people who uh, are popular like that, they like that. It's something different. It's very, uh, what's the, fuck it. Listen, it's different. It's different? Yeah. It's just different. It's, it's different. <laughs> uh, any other questions? No? Uh, no? All right. Let's get into it. Start this way. Uh, first thoughts. Um, Dr. Dre, 300K a month spousal support. Didn't she want like a million? Look, a, man, listen, listen. Way more than that a month? And that's with a prenup. Right now, marriage not sounding too appealing to me. Deuces. Man, listen. You got to do it. Well, you there know, you maybe they prenup was different. Maybe they prenup didn't go enough into detail. She getting over a million. No, she's an actual lawyer, so she know that. How to handle herself? I'm not saying that is that's very true, but you can't. That's like, I mean, Jeff Bezos' wife, and she oh, gets half of everything. Michael Jordan's wife, but, but, but see, half of everything. But see, Dr. Dre is a billionaire, though. But Jeff I mean. Bezos' thing seemed much more peaceful. Huh? Jay had uh, Dre was in the hospital. He, he almost died, didn't he? And true. she still was divorced. The one supposed to stop because you supposed to die. Uh, just, we think she was pushing harder. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying to get shit done now. She's trying to pull up I side mean, chicks. She might have crossed out the will, so now she got to get what she I can would. get right now. That's true. I, I mean, it's not right, but <laughs> if you marrying that in that tax bracket, you got to see that. If that's not your tax bracket, I don't understand why broke niggas is upset at that. That's not your tax bracket, so you don't have to worry about paying 300k well, like a month. My, I don't <laughs> you like, ain't even making yeah. 300k in a year. Yeah. Well, that ain't shades towards me, so I ain't taking personal. <laughs> anyway, right? I don't saying. like marriage period. I mean, this is apparent. It's not yeah. for everybody. It's, it's not okay. for everybody. But hey, what you think, Punch? To each his own. Because, I mean, you're a rapper. You about to come in that bracket soon. <laughs> so you got to prep yourself for this shit. You know I mean? Get your prenups in order. Yeah. Listen, lay your yeah, life right years. now. <laughs> <laughs> See? All right, my man. See, here we go. Now, this one. Vance, I don't know about you. <laughs> Listen. Uh-huh. Here we go. This one. Uh, Kevin Hart puts Nick Cannon's phone number on the billboard. That now, listen, it's, it, the, for y'all who didn't see it, it said, for any advice on fatherhood, <clears throat> call my best friend Nick Cannon. Now, the backstory to this was when it was Kevin Hart's birthday, Nick Cannon brought him a live, a live llama. And sent it to his crib. And sent it to his house. Mm-hmm. So Kev got him back. And put his actual and phone number on see, a billboard in multiple cities. And Nick actually was answering the phone. His phone was blowing up. Well, they different. See, I, I don't want to like play around with... Uh, Fucking comedians Because they take it To a different level Listen Get my number On the billboard He put the number On ringing. the billboard the, the, And <laughs> multiple like that's, cities it's, Yeah that's, that's the, crazy like, Multiple cities On the Like billboard. you know He thought about that When he got that llama He sat back and thought oh, I'm gonna get him <laughs> Put his actual number <laughs> And it probably Was Nick personal number too. Like, it probably was wasn't, It probably wasn't Like his business number It probably was he His probably personal number He probably mad FaceTimes Mad like He was, was. He was answering them He, he was answering them It's all good To a dick pick him Oh, everybody <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that was anything. All right, yeah. I'm telling you. <laughs> he laughing. Shit. What the oh, fuck is this? Now you mad now. So that hey, was, yeah. That's anything. I, like that. I'll be oh, mad. Oh, man. All right. Oh, you see a random ass uneven titty coming. <laughs> All right, come on, listen. Not the uneven titty. Listen, man. I, I they got enough kids. Man. They got like three sets of twins. Like, that's, that's, that's listen, man. That motherfucker starting a whole marching band. All right. Uh,. <laughs> Uh, Charlamagne the God lands a late night talk show on Comedy Central called uh, The God's Honest Truth with Leonard Charlemagne McKelvey starting September 17th. It's going to be a half hour talk show, mm. which is dope for him. I think Charlamagne is one of the great minds of this uh, culture at the point. He is. He definitely, so? he definitely is. In face, she was like, Why you make that feast? I don't know. Please give me some insight how he's the great mind of this. She must don't listen mind. to him, must don't read his <laughs> like, books. You I know? mean, like, when he first came out, he was saying some off the wall shit, but he was mm-hmm. looking at his growth really. Like, he's promoting um, black health. Yeah, and why he, it's he, not really important in the hood. And just like, 
For me. When he first came out, he was just the sidekick to Wendy Williams. That's what everybody always knew him as. Yeah, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then, you know, he moved up to the Breakfast Club and all that. There's probably yeah. something in between there, but to the Breakfast Club. It's fair. They started here in Philly. He yeah. went up there. Wendy did her own thing. And he kind of expanded and turned into more than just... People thought I was just he was just an instigator, but he has a lot of smart wines and he I helps mean, out a lot of people. You got lyrics, I feel like with people, and you know during your growth you kind of evolve into the person you meant to be. Mm-hmm. So like she don't really watch him too much. So is this yeah. talk show worthy? Him? Um, he is, yeah, he is, yeah, he is. He's right. Yeah. Interesting. He's in, he, he, that's he all, that's what shit. he does. He's talking. He gonna talk shit to you, but talk, also he be on the radio. He's got podcasts. On a podcast, he wrote. He's wrote three. Like, He's wrote really three books. Talking on a but, talk show, but see, guys like him in Fifty Cent. Every like, nigga that wrote a book don't need a talk show. I mean, listen. No, but he's good. Wendy though. Williams got a talk show. I mean, she, she, she was on radio and she's dramatic. Okay, and she fuels. He drama. was her partner. Of course, she gets a talk show. He was. He was right. Right there no with her. So he learned Wendy from Williams her. Do, somebody's gonna watch her talk show. What I'm saying is, is that people really gonna watch his talk show? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think. I think he has. He has a big following. Ooh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Breakfast Club. Everybody tuning in mostly for him. For the most part, yeah. For the most, that's yeah. very much true. I can give you that. Yeah. So, so I mean, we'll uh, shade the year the envy. Kudos to no, him. No, no, yeah. yeah. Shout out, see the guy. Um, Louise, this was a sad story. Uh, Louisiana father fatally shot teen boy who snuck in to see his fourteen year old daughter. Now this story was crazy. Yeah, he was sneaking in. Young boy, was dad, seven, young boy was seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. His daughter. And the and the dad thought it was. I think he thought it was some somebody breaking in, and that shit they, they had a shootout. But I seen the backstory that. It's been going on. What, so him sneaking they, in? They've been having smoke about that, yeah. So is this like going to be premeditated for the son? Might be. I mean, you got to think. He's 17 with a strap. So it's like the papa right now kind of do he was probably. That's just bad on all fronts. Like, that's... Just... That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you walk up to your mom and your sisters now? That's bad for the daughter. Your boyfriend smokes your pop and your crib. The rest of her life. I mean, she going to be involved. She's going to be a lot of trauma with her. Fast a lot days. of trauma. Gonna be toxic. Watch. That toxic. She, she only fourteen. She just did some traumatic shit. I don't know where the, I don't know where I don't the mom know, was at. I don't but know what toxic gonna go in there? Yeah, she's, that's, she's that's gonna, be, gonna be more. Uh, gonna be a time bomb. I, I guess. Not. <laughs> uh, you toxic. And then, <laughs> in positive news, uh, Clark Atlanta University and ATL obviously um, has canceled all student debts for the 2020-2021 school year due to the COVID pandemic. Period. All right, that's cool. What's up with Joe Biden? What? As far as what? With these school debts he ain't take out. He didn't. He has been forgiving students. Mm-hmm. How many? Over. He ain't gonna forgive them all. A couple. A couple okay. million. Okay. He only gonna fit. He only gonna forgive a couple to say he did what he was supposed to do. Don't I think he just going. Yeah, that ain't happening. He already giving out money. Who knows what the impact of that gonna be child come next year? He gave you all that child that child tax credit it's thing just, every month. Yeah, it's just been cash flowing. You ain't been doing nothing with the cash. I'm gonna tell you, it's flowing all right. It's been listen. Or you can just you know give your student loans to the guy. You see a bunch of seafood, watch, bunch of crab legs and shit. You mean? You uh, seen it already? They got extra food stamps. They be eating mm-hmm. lobster, filet mignon. They, they can't even spell filet mignon or lobster. Yeah. Listen, let them live a good life. <laughs> I mean, listen. Let me stop fucking around. Y'all want to do what y'all do? <laughs> you know what I'm saying to each his own. Enjoy. Uh, I actually seen. All right, so let me start. Started this way. I actually seen this on. It's funny, Andy ain't here, but I seen seen this on his story. It said, "What's better, relationship sex or sexual ships?" I don't know how to say it. Situation ships. Situation ships. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Situation ships. Why? Is Why? Because you're not supposed to you, be doing it. I'm about to say that. You're not supposed Duh. to be doing it. Because you're not supposed to be doing it. And she Relation- called me toxic. Oh, okay. I'm just come on. Just the honest fucking truth. Like, no, no. The honest truth. And they yeah. will, a guy or girl will give you their best sexuationship story before they give you their best relationship sex story. This is my... This is, no. I think... <laughs> yeah. I ain't say she was wrong, When it's real quick, you ain't supposed to be doing it, or if you had it, or you've been doing it for a long time, you ain't supposed to be doing it. You gonna you gonna talk about that before you're talking about your regular old relationship. Niggas go the extra Nobody mile. Hear that? <laughs> niggas be trying to do all types of freaky yeah. shit. <laughs> niggas be trying to do all types of freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question, right? What's that? You heard of common law, right? Common law marriage. What is common law? Whatever, right? Do you mm-hmm. think it's a such thing as far as that when you having situationships? Like go in a relationship mean? by common law, basically, because y'all been doing it. For like so that long? shit doesn't decide you on forever. Oh, uh, forever. I'm I don't know about that. What, they, what, they get a, what do they get? A, what do they get a situation? Yeah. I don't know. You, that's a lot of side motherfuckers. Just, I'm telling you, like that's no, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I'm just it's like bracket, bracket, <laughs> I'm just bracket. saying they get a, they get a, they they got a person. I now. think that be going on. 
it might like be. your side get a person is that what you asked yeah, yeah. Oh. it's like a side chick ecosystem what if they stop being your side because they got a person? i'm asking i'm asking you they, they just stop if they stop but they just, some 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 stop some of them don't some of them had a situation before and that's why you decide dude <laughs> you that's just it. don't realize you decide dude everybody, y'all everybody both sides know their positions know yeah. your fucking positions on you the match she cheese you know what i'm saying <laughs> I'm the quarterback <laughs> Bitch don't try to step in my fucking spot right. <laughs> That's it you know That's saying? all that's, that's it, it. You t- Play your position Okay Play your position That's right Listen, People don't play their position That's why niggas get caught Because the female usually don't play her position too well As a side one Nah she gonna tell lying. on you She gonna tell on you yeah. Only if you Only if you been lying You can have a side nigga for years Nobody knows this is, I don't know about that But listen they, they always they, say chicks are smarter. I don't believe that. They I just play. Think, they play. Side niggas play very fucking well. It's because niggas know how to shut the fuck up. That's what I just said. It. <laughs> I just agree with you. For some once chicks in a know lifetime. how to. Some chicks know how to shut the fuck up. Some niggas be sloppy though. That'd be that'd be the problem. Thanks so much. Niggas be <laughs> niggas be doing too much. If doing too much was a person, that's niggas be doing too much. <laughs> niggas would be like, the bro, <laughs> you, you doing too much. Like you, you gotta. I'm saying like doing too much. Um. If your kids didn't like your boyfriend or girlfriend, would you end that relationship? Aren't you supposed to? I don't know. I mean, you're supposed to pick kids over everything, so I mean. I mean, if your kids, if you got older kids and they being like petty, mm-hmm. like, dang, I guess my that's, dad, that's fuck a, that nigga type right. shit, then you got to like kind of dig a deeper into that. Mm-hmm. But if you got like little kids, mm-hmm. you know, they're the most honest ones. I guess yeah, I guess it depends on the age of those particular kids. Mm-hmm. Cause like kids would be older from thirteen to eighteen and I don't really like I don't like the bull. Mm-hmm. You know some nut shit. Yeah. Kids will tell you. Little kids, yeah. they don't really know. They just probably know your name. <laughs> no kids, they be knowing um, shit. No, kids know they'll tell all your fucking business. Yeah, my mom had about two guys over this week. I don't mm-hmm. know who they Dang. was, but what's going on? They, call you, they didn't call you the wrong name. They in school telling all your damn business. Now you wonder why when you when you come up to the school, the teacher wanna pull you to the side and talk mm-hmm. to you. Little kids don't shut the fuck up. Ch- child tell all your business. Yeah. I kinda avoid them things. But do you th- I mean, why would you I mean, how could you really stay in that relationship if your kids don't like your partner? I mean, I don't know. Some people be sprung and they just don't want to believe their kids. Sometimes that leads to other shit when it comes to believing their kids, like more serious shit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, how many how many kids, I mean, how many kids that told their parents something, the parents like, oh, that's not true. Are you lying? Da, 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 da. And it was like, they don't want to believe their kids. So if they tell them, oh, I don't, I don't like such and such, he such and such. Parents probably not gonna believe it. I mean, shit, you you probably tell your girlfriend some of this shit, and they don't want to. They don't want to listen. So imagine if they don't. If you don't want to listen to you. They don't listen to little, little kid. I guess this is a, this is a case by case study. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's all circumstantial. Yeah, everything's definitely uh, circumstantial. Um, what's your thoughts on this quote? It say, "Fumble in the bag doesn't always mean money. Y'all fumble valuable people too. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I think so." I think it is true. Um, I agree. To a, it's true to an extent. Everybody ain't valuable though. You yeah. gotta you gotta differentiate di- differentiate the two. Some people think they're more valuable than they really are, mm. and they're not. Some people think they up here when it comes to just any and every situation in life. And sometimes you be wanting people to just humble themselves. Sometimes like yo, listen, like bring it down just a notch. <laughs> Seriously, just bring that shit down, just not everybody. Everybody think they're valuable. You ever see like people post these quotes on Justin L.A. Boy? You know his 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 page or something. People all you see the people who agree with it. You be like, that ain't even you. Mm-hmm. Like, you the complete opposite of that quote. Like that's not you. <laughs> it's not like seriously. Well, damn. Excuse us. That's <laughs> not you. Be the judge and the jury. No, 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 no. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Just thoughts in my head. I'm not nobody's judge. I don't listen. I am. Who am I to judge anybody? If you, I mean, as a person, you would know like what impact you leave on people. Mm-hmm. So you would know personally if somebody like lost you or anything like that. You wouldn't feel no type of way because you, they fumbled the bag on you. Some people make good impacts, and some people make terrible impacts mm-hmm. on people, and they are glad that they lost you. But the ones that are the good people, which is 
hard to come by nowadays. I mean, there's a lot of good people out here, but a lot of people also have ulterior motives. So when you find a good person that's like really there for you, no matter what the situation is, like you, you should probably unless it, unless it was on some some crazy like out of this world know. shit. Like, but shit like that really like I always know what I come with. I come with genuine love and intentions. So mm-hmm. anytime me and somebody fall out, I don't from the way about it. I know what I came with. Right. Nine times out of ten, I let you slide a thousand times already. You want to before? Shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we fall out. Or if I cuss you the fuck out. Oh. Uh, what you want to do? What you want to do? Curse him the fuck out? Yeah. I've done it before. I had to see that. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> oh, see he that. probably do it in a different type of way. He probably, uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to see the other side of Josh come out. Ready for the bull to come out. Like, yeah, no, we need that. We need I'm that. I'm for my, my, my Zodiac sign, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Women don't want Russell Wilson. They want future to act like Russell Wilson. I, I feel like women want a, a fella to you know open the door for me and get my ass slapped afterwards. Period. <laughs> I want Russell Wilson, but I don't want Russell Wilson. Girls don't like him, person. Matter of fact, I don't say that because I don't know. You can't even. Man. A female can't have a Russell Wilson if you don't have fucking qualities to get him. They want a polite thug, right? A polite thug. Yeah. All we see is on. <laughs> all we see on camera is you know how Russell Wilson is, and then we don't see like how he acts behind closed doors. Maybe he is kind of a thug to Sierra, and she like that. What you think? We don't know. Hmm. Yeah, you agree? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, he couldn't. Nah, first of all, I don't think Russ. I don't think Russ. I don't think Russ acts like a thug. Mm. I, who am I? To, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, you'd be surprised. You see know. a couple, you'd be like. But listen, Sierra went through all of what she went through and she settled down with him, so he was doing something mm-hmm. right. I mean, you know, she she leveled up. Literally. She really leveled up. It's, there's no way around it. That's a long like, ass dance to it. You, you can't. That's all she did. That, uh, <laughs> Come on. Up, that shit, she be doing the film <laughs> That shit, man, you tired as a motherfucker. It's a workout. I'm crying. She did. She leveled up and he kind of just stayed where he was. Who's that? Future. Think so? What if he, what if he think he leveled up? Where? I mean, you never know. I mean, he dated just... Lori Harvey. True. Who? Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. He, don't, don't he do got... It. He got uh, Shout out Steve. <laughs> yo. Hey, fuck you, yo. He got... Um, what's her name? Pregnant. Uh, bow Wow, Bow Wow, baby mom. Joe, it'd be too much Joey, going on. Joey changes. It'd be too much going on. She's a dancer, but she fucking pretty as shit. But he got her pregnant. He had another baby. I don't really think he'd be around the baby. I don't know. Um, he had another kid. Why don't people think Future be around his kids? Though? I never, I never because all that. of his baby moms say he don't be around his kids. But they all just bitter. Even mm. little Future barely see his fucking dad. Yeah. For real, for real. He wasn't yeah, even paying child support. Comment, I'm not around. That what man, if it's so the opposite? Comment. What if he try to be around and they don't want him around? And then what if he try to be around because he wasn't around? And they trying to be around now and they just like nigga it's too late. Listen, it's no point. Don't fight that battle because you don't know Future. This is true. <laughs> right. Move on, move on, move yeah, on, yeah. Right. move on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, let me give y'all this. A man who refuses to change for a woman is considered an asshole, weak, abusive, not a man. But a woman who refuses to change for a man is considered strong, self-loving, and self-respecting. Why is that? Who the fuck said that? Yeah, I don't lose that shit. Who the hell said that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Where you get that from? Because <laughs> what the fuck? That makes no sense at all. I mean, I feel like you got to change for the better. So it's not about a person. If you got to change yourself to better yourself, you know, all power to you. Mm-hmm. But why is it when a woman refuses to uh, change? They're, it's called self-love. They it's think. all about perspective. Really. Yeah. You know, and what he asking her to change? Huh? And what is she asking him to change? Uh-huh. See, that's another case-by-case scenario. Because if you asking her to change something that's like, Stereotypical, like mm-hmm. you want her to cook more. She don't barely like being in that fucking ch- kitchen. She likes to cook, but she doesn't want to cook more. Right? You gonna make her feel bad because she doesn't want to cook you dinner every fucking night? I didn't or I don't know. <laughs> or if she asks him to like um, be more open or be more um, spontaneous, but when she met him, she knew he wasn't the type of nigga to really do that. It's true. I feel oh. like society, uh, society is always one sided when it comes to men in the relationships. Mm. I feel like it's always yeah. the women can do never do no wrong. It seemed like 
And if they do something wrong, it's always, it was the man's fault. What if it wasn't the man's fault that particular time? Question for you real fast, right? You're talking about uh, society. So when you do your songs and everything, do anybody get mad and think, hey, that song's about me? No, or, I ain't had that yet. Nah. <laughs> oh, I ain't had I'm All glad right. I had it. Yeah. All right. Little heads up. Watch out for that. Mm. Hey, yo. Have you ever wrote any of those songs that was about somebody, but you never, you know, never put it out there like that? It probably did get in a little bit of a song, but I ain't paying no attention. But, yeah, because I, I write based on how I feel at the moment. Right. So whatever way I feel at the moment, I write a song going that way. What you gotta do? Like, listen, baby, I'm an artist. All right, just come with <laughs> it. Right. It's part of the experience. So, hey, good or bad, yeah. you're gonna be in some lyrics. Oh. Like, I got not had people ask me to write a song for them, but it's. Right. I'm getting around to it. There right. <laughs> Artistic expression. Boom. A toxic mother can do 10 times the damage of an absent father. Do you agree? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah. She's just gonna project her feelings onto her child. Basically. Definitely, because um toxic mothers a toxic mother can do a lot more damage than the absent father, believe it or not, because if that kid if she just wanna be bitter, just different guys all the time, just yelling at the son, don't want to give him no type of love and affection, that can do a lot more damage than that actual dad not being there. Cause that kid's gonna grow up thinking, all right, my, my dad wasn't there. And now my mom is just projecting all of these negative energies my way. They start to think and feel bad about themselves. And like, damn, well, did I do something? Like, mm-hmm. that shit can wear in a kid. And they get older and they hold on to those feelings from when they were younger. And now they get torn into an emotional, emotional male growing mm-hmm. up. What, mom issues? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. Mom issues and daddy wasn't there. That's a bad combination. It's a very bad combination because they don't have a, they don't have that outlet to express. Yeah, like I said, yeah. they've been holding they've been holding those emotions in for so long. Mm-hmm. So when they do come out, it's just bad for whoever's around. Then they take it out on the person they deal with. Just take it out on people they come across. It's just bad for everybody. A lot of times that you know that's a uh, it comes out in forms of aggression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the wrong aggression, and they become abusive or they become whatever. And don't know how to love because they didn't have that love growing up from nobody. That's a funny song, Lil Wayne John. Uh, how to love? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Not Can funny. How is it's interesting how you put it together? He was high. He was high when he put it together. This is a song, though. I mean, I think it all depends on the kid too because I mean, a toxic, mean a toxic mother can fuel a lot into her child and project her anger. Mm-hmm. into her child or whatever or her insecurities her hurt everything into her child and you know sometimes the child will grow with that resentment for you know that father figure whatever case may be but then sometimes they grow up and they grow a mindset of their own like right. you may you may have said like all oh, my life my father ain't shit piece of shit he ain't worth shit but then when I grow up it's just like all right you said all of that I have to actually like see this like for myself to understand it Mm-hmm. And not just what you telling me, this is what it is. Right. And then you grow up and make your own decision about whether you want to be around this person or whether you agree with your mom from all those years and you just like, I'm going to cut my losses and keep moving. Yeah. I think it all depends on you growing out of a toxic situation as well. Like you can't always be the victim. You can't always be stuck in it. Well, my mom was always telling me my dad ain't shit and you know, that's just what I'm going to believe and that's just that. You got to have a mindset of your own. Yeah. Can't always play uh I've learned that over the years. You can't always um can't always play victim. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta just step up, take your responsibilities, and just you know fix it. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and about, go ahead about your life and go ahead about your business. Um, I seen this quote earlier. It say, "If I see a nigga out with another bitch and he has a girlfriend, I'm telling I don't give a fuck." L O L. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the the comments were hilarious because it was like it was like it was half and half. So some of the comments said, "Hell yeah, Da-da, it's the girl cool, blah blah blah." And the other comments were like, "Listen, I mind the business that pays me because if I go tell, and then they get back together, now I'm the bad guy." See, yeah. with shit like that, like I don't know, I always pay attention a lot more than I let on. Really, 
I feel like it's always signs. So it's like, if I see it, I already know you probably already seen or got some kind of vibe that some shit ain't going right. Mm-hmm. So you already know, but you're too embarrassed to tell anybody. Listen, mind your business. Yeah, all everybody about your business. Play, everybody want to try to play Captain Save a, Save a Chick for the next chick. Oh, like, listen, mind, mind your mind, business. Because what business. is... That'd be some salty shit. Oh, I see you do that with a whole nother chick. Whole time it was his sister. It was his cousin. It was somebody that had nothing to do with nothing. I don't give a fuck who it is. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't in that shit. Yeah, mind your business. Like if a, that can be true. Because then if, 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 uh, if sisters, you know, slide down on a main man, he take it back on some on some uh, some shit. Mm-hmm. Now you in the middle. Does it depend on the level of friendship? Yes. Like if it's your we best acquaintances friend. and I and I just you. know your nigga from you introducing me to your nigga. That's if good. I see him out doing what he's doing, then I mean But if it's your best I don't, friend. I don't, but if it's my best friend, bitch, I know her family. So I know damn well who his sister is and cousins is, so bitch, Ma'am. you gonna know about it. What if it's a family member? <laughs> All right, then look, right. I'm gonna be like, where he at? Like, what if it's a family member? Like, what I'm if it's a, him, no, 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 no. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, what if it's a family? Like, what if if a dude is out with his side chick, but the dude is like that's that's his family. Like his family was the one that told on him. The fuck? That's breaking codes. <laughs> that's it's breaking, not breaking codes. That's breaking all types of codes. Bullshit. You would tell her if you had, or you t- you would tell her your brother. I was t- yes. What the fuck is you out here doing? You ain't shit. <laughs> she gonna tell her own brother. Like, you ain't shit. Nobody want to be stuck in the dark. And I mean, I do. You what Josh tell- says sometimes is true. Like you'll know. Like people know what's going on in their relationship. So you telling them ain't gonna do shit. Right. I mean, know. but but sometimes they don't know. If I see sis like out in the mix <laughs> and she busting down, kissing a nigga, all right, yeah, you got it wild now. Yeah, it's a little different. You got it wild. You out there? Like if you see your homie, you see your homie, you see your homie girl. What's up with y'all? You see your homie girl. You telling them? If I see a slob, uh, I'm gonna approach him. So he can yeah. tell his friend. No, 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 no. no. I'm gonna approach her and tell you. You gotta. You know I mean. And if she look at you like I don't go fuck, tell that nigga what you, <laughs> what you gonna do. Take a picture. <laughs> you gotta I be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta be careful because you might come to him come like on, that. Man. Now I he wanna fight come you, on, bro. I ain't TMZ. We ain't doing that. See, now he might want to fight you. A chick could take a picture but real quick. Like, that's just embarrassing. Like if you see something like that, you see your man's, or if you got a female friend and you see like. Her her dude or whatever out here doing some foul shit, and you just like bypassing it. I don't know. It just like that's him. And then you date the next day. They telling you like, oh my girl, you know she she like mean the world to me, and she this standing and third, and or she telling you like her dude is amazing, and and you just sitting there <laughs> knowing this information, and they just going on and on and telling you about mm-hmm. how great their partner is, and you just sitting there like, well, I can't break code, so I ain't. Gonna, I got a sidebar question off that code. I mean, but I mean, how, I many, how many people? You, but how it's many just people, like how many people it's you like, see online? They be like, oh, they so happy. You be like, ew. So is there ever an okay time to break uh, guy code or girl code? As far as it depends, uh, <laughs> it gotta depend on what it is. Like it gotta be the extreme for the break bro code. Like it gotta be the extreme of the extreme. Op- like it. Niggas just don't be telling. Nah. Mm-hmm. I feel like with and that, if niggas you know, do tell, niggas don't hang around them. Niggas that be like, that be. Nah, not even snitching. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm big on principle. Right? Right, wrong is wrong forever. So, like. It's a sister or something like no, that. No, no, like, if you just. Yeah, shit like, like if that. He messing, like, if he messing, like, if you're a homie. I might even know. Not even, not even like just cheating, just in general. Mm-hmm. You know, just telling on some shit. You know, I feel like you gotta check a person ain't doing something wrong. They still like, don't have like me. It don't have me being your fall guy. Yeah, they still in. You mean so? We had a conversation. Like, I'll definitely talk to you first about it, but then I'll address it afterwards. You know, but you know, sometimes you gotta really break them cools and just making sure everything is right. Yeah. It's all about the morality. Like motherfuckers, yeah. niggas, niggas know. Like, all right, that was that was some nut shit. Like, yeah. Like, like niggas, won't, niggas won't break them type of cools. Like if a, if if well, most most I can't I can't say y'all. Like that's like if 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 one of your homies baby moms came on or one of your homies uh yeah baby moms came on to you you just be like oh what's up with her like you're not gonna I mean I've had those situations but you gotta look at it right you shouldn't do it because a lot of times she picking you out of all guys she can pick mm-hmm. she picked you because she want to get spiteful with him yeah Very much. so you gotta look, look at that's that, that as you, like you a pawn mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what but niggas like. will fall for it they be like because niggas niggas want your chick mm-hmm. always that's weird. You telling them That's how life. good your relationship yeah. is, or how like good your girl treats you, did and niggas just waiting for that lineup. As soon as you step the fuck out, I'ma step in. Yeah, that's like last times my folks chicks, I don't even get too 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 close to them. Right. I just like keep a certain distance, just you know. Yeah, exactly. Safe face. Um, in your own words, explain the value of patience and waiting for karma to come back to you. 
What you think, Pudge? Waiting for karma to, karma to come back to you. Like waiting, like literally waiting for karma to hit you. I don't believe in waiting for anything. Number one. The hell, waiting for <laughs> if you know it's coming, you just know it's coming. You just yeah. better walk your step like you do every other day. They always say karma, karma comes back around, but I don't always necessarily agree with that. I mean, I feel like what you give to a certain extent. I, I mean. feel like what you put out is what you get back in return. The energy, like. It doesn't come back to you. The it way you dep- yeah. it out all the time. Like, all right, when you're doing some bad shit, right? Like, you may miss that camera. You may miss that cop. You may miss X, Y, Z. But it come back going in some kind of way. The same goes thing with something positive. What thought, you put out is what you get back. I thought that until, like, the last person that we had. I was like, that nigga never had his karma ever. Not yet. Not yet, yeah. It's about and timing. It, and sometimes like, it doesn't hit you. And a lot of True. times things don't come when you want it to. Mm-hmm. Like, all my goals I've, I've, I've thought about, I've, they've come. Maybe not overnight, but they've come mm-hmm. in a certain time frame. You got to just keep on doing you, and it's going to come when it comes. What's meant for you won't pass you by. True. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. True. And that, that's another way that karma with you. You may not realize it then, and then you'll realize it later. Like, damn, I missed out on an opportunity or whatever the case may be. It can be like simple shit. Like, oh, shit, I missed out on a vacation. Like, I could have really went. Mm-hmm. That can be a form of it. And like, like I said, sometimes it doesn't hit you. It'll hit your kids. It'll hit your yeah. partner. Yeah. It'll hit that's you know, other people in your line, but they'll need a line of fire for whatever you put out. Yeah. So patience. You know. Patience is patience is virtue. It's key. It's key not everybody really them. understand that. It's more of a a growth thing. You gotta really grow into those thoughts and understandings. Yeah. Um the feeling of the feeling of overwhelmed and how to deal with it, what's the best coping strategy for you? That's a good one. I feel like it's different <laughs> ways. You know, it depends on you. You know, if you smoke some weed, like Puzz, you know, you smoke some weed. <laughs> smoke some weed. They say you have uh, some trouble. You know, you might not be in jail. You might hurt somebody if you don't smoke no weed. You know, I feel like if it comes down to you doing some 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 wild shit, smoke some weed, bro. Just cool out. You know what I mean? Um, therapy. It, yeah, therapy. All kind of shit. Therapy. Everybody's not strong enough for therapy, though. No, everybody's not. It's like trying to admit... When you wrong the weakness, you're not strong enough to go to therapy yet. That's mm-hmm. why that should be that should never be anybody's first thing. If somebody tells you it's something wrong, mm-hmm. I'm depressed. Oh, you should go to therapy. Um, that might not be for you. It might be for, it might be something different. Your stress reliever or your um, coping mechan- mechanism may mm-hmm. be different from somebody else's. Yeah, everybody uh, handles handles their situations uh, differently. So. Like you can't really tell, you know, somebody how to go about how they want to handle their stress or handle what they're dealing with because, you know, every situation is different. Mm-hmm. Some situations are way more serious than just seeing a therapist. I'm not true. saying it doesn't help, but it I'm just saying help. sometimes, you know, it's bigger than that. I just feel like like now in this day and age, I got to a point where it's just like if you're going to vent about it or talk about it, like you can have that moment to let all your anguish out. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's just like, what do you have? Now you have a like a clean sleep. Now you mm. need a solution. Yeah. Because if you continue to just talk about it and talk about it, you're going in circles now. And you ain't getting no result. There's no equal sign. There's no end. You're just going in a fucking circle. So it's just like. Right. That wasn't me. Like, how do you, how do you, what's your solution in this? What's your end goal? What are you doing? Right. And it's funny. It's another quote off there. It said, we need to make getting help, getting help on mental health cool in the hood. You agree with that? I mean, you yeah, know, like true. what? It's a, it's, a, it's a, it's a lot of people in the black community that look at therapy like we look at it different. Mm-hmm. It should, it should be normal because we go through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like be, just being in the hood ain't normal. Like we gotta hear gunshots, dealing with losing people at any time. So we, we go through some stuff at early ages. Yeah. You know, like living in the hood, niggas make fun of you for the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. Like an umbrella, nigga, I'm prepared. <laughs> you feel me like, like, what the fuck? You, oh, you got an umbrella? Like, what? I mean, the, you just want to get wet? Like, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, but you. That's. I think. I think therapy not being cool, and like our neighborhoods is just the simple fact. Like, a, it's like kind of like a generational curse mm-hmm. because you have like older, older grandmothers and older fathers who just thought like going to the church could be your therapy, right. but religion may not be your thing. Like even if you, I know half of us might have grew up like your grandma was take you to church every Sunday. You had to go to Bible study. She put you in the choir, thinking that that was gonna change something in you or make you better. And it's just that's not you. Nah. That's what somebody made you do. Uh-huh. 
because it was kind of convenient for them because nobody really was an outlet to listen when you had a problem. Nobody was listening to their kids if they said, like, I'm depressed or something's wrong. Like, you better get mm. the fuck up out of my face. Go outside and play. Go outside and play. Yeah, you know, I, I know a couple of guys, like, they was young, they tell your mom, mom, I need therapy, something wrong. And the mom, just a couple of moms, they just like, they ain't paying no mind. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of them niggas, they out here some savages. Mm-hmm. You know, we do got to uh, change our community and accept, like, sometimes therapy isn't a bad thing. Of course. It's just conversation. You know, you need somebody to vent to, you know, especially yeah, I, we. But. I feel like they need to do, if they do more, like, all the, um, like, back to school things they do or anything like that, if they do, like, an all out, Therapy session, mm-hmm. like a back to school, getting you prepared mentally for right. what you're about to go into, especially for kids that's going into high school, yeah. that transition going from middle school to high school, dealing with older kids, a, a different environment, a different workload, like get them prepared mentally on what they're going through, especially coming out of a pandemic and everybody's going back into a building. It's not virtual anymore. Mm-hmm. That'd be something worth it because now you got kids sitting there, maybe you're an outlet that they didn't have at home or you bring parents around that didn't think it was something serious when their child was talking about it. But now that they actually see them voicing it to somebody else, they're like, maybe I should have took a second look at this and listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you know, I, I, I kind of really appreciate guys who help out young boys. Like, some pushed one of our young boys on the block. Uh, shout out Bert. You know, he uh, pushed camera guy in training, but every time we go and make a move or a play or the studio, Bert going to slide with his came to the strip club, too. That's funny. But, uh, like I said, it take, a, it take a community to raise yeah. a kid. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like, I ain't have no old heads growing up to teach me right from wrong. So the stuff I did, I always had to deal with my problems yeah. by myself. So I, when I talk to Bert, I tell him like, bro, it's so much stuff happening right now. The best thing to do is just get a little job or find something that you're good at. Yeah. Because you can get easily sidetracked out here. In the blink of eye. It just take like five minutes. Yeah, especially somebody telling you that what you're doing is like not going to get you nowhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that what they're doing is better for you. So you might as well like take this route. And it's not, that's not it. Because somebody told them that. And instead of them having somebody else tell them it wasn't it, they just went that way. So, you know, just like Josh said, they make fun of you for having an umbrella, but you prepared. They just want to get rained on. Nigga, I'm dry. You wet. Like, how yeah. does that make sense? True. Uh, let me ask you this question. Why aren't politicians held to a higher standard when it comes to the black community? Because the black community wants help for everything. They want like a saving grace. And in all honesty, you're not going to get it. So why do black people vote? They think it's going to change something. Everybody wants to hope for something better. But you just said they think it's going to change something. So that means they should be able to hold these politicians to a certain... To See, a certain extent, because hold on before you finish, okay. because they always say, "Oh, we got to take care of our own shit." No, all this shit ain't always got to be on us. This is why we pay them motherfuckers. We pay taxes just like that. Mm-hmm. They put black people in this situation. They take the schools away. They take the programs away. They take, 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 and motherfuckers. Then they then they expect us to just all right, y'all y'all, y'all fix it. No, we pay y'all. We pay taxes. This is y'all responsibility. Stop mm-hmm. always trying to come to community about shit. How about y'all get out there and do what the fuck y'all supposed to do? Y'all get paid. Y'all get paid very well, too. Every politician is a millionaire. I don't even know how that's possible. That shouldn't be physically possible that you go into politics. A public servant, you, you, you work for, they work for us, but all of them become millionaires. That's, that's, that shouldn't be the case. So why aren't they held to a standard? If it's in a whole other neighborhood, they hold them to a certain standard. When it's voting time come around, you, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? They want to show mm-hmm. up. When it's fucking like 300 murders, now, now they want to do something. Now they need the community's help. No, fuck all that. Do y'all job. Y'all the ones get all this money every year. It's, it's funny. The part of the, uh, when they come to vote, when they always put this shit on the ballot, it's different shit that people don't sometimes read. Like, you be voting for the mayor, voting for everything else. But they, they put different questions on there and they ask you, oh, should he get this amount of money? This amount of money and it sounds good. People always say yes, and that's how all these fucking bills keep getting. Uh, they keep getting all these billions and millions and millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and they just take that money and take the money and take the money. And I never understand. They always say, "Oh, the school district doesn't have any money. Doesn't have any money. Doesn't have any money." The school district has plenty of money. Trust me, I see it. They have plenty of money. I talk to plenty of people every day. They got plenty of money. The school, the the money never makes it to the schools. That's part of the problem. They get all these money. They hide it, put it into something else, 
and it just never, never makes it to the school. And then these teachers, they come in. It's a, it's a fucked up cycle because the teachers come in, they come out of college, they, they, they got their mindset like, all right, I'm going to help the world. They come to the school, don't have the supplies. Kids come to the school, sometimes the parents want to help, sometimes the parents don't. Now, years go past, years go past, years goes past, and the teachers just say, fuck it. Now it's like, all right, we need to get those teachers out of there. That's not going to change the fact. They're already stuck in that mindset. You just can't fire the teachers. You just can't do this. Like, how many schools you done seen they done turn into, they, they build a new condo every fucking day. It's just condos on top of condos on top of condos. Make a bunch of charter schools that kids got to stay on a list to get into that they can't get into. Then you got public schools. They shut them down. Say, oh, these kids are bad. They kick them out. Now what are they supposed to go to do? There's no Catholic schools around anymore. People can't afford to pay private school all the time. So now it's just a circle. Y'all shut down wrecks. Y'all shut down pools. <laughs> like y'all shut down the shit that was in the neighborhood. Y'all take it, turn it into a building, just take over and wonder why the kids ain't got shit to do. They barely got the power leagues anymore. They barely got anything anymore. So when you think about it, how is it even physically possible that you go to a neighborhood, an elementary school, a middle school, a high school, all shut down in the same neighborhood? These kids got to go across town to go to a school with neighborhoods that they probably beefing with. Go to this school. They can't go to that school. Now they don't want to go to school because they tired of fighting every day. They beefing with this block. They beefing with this block. Motherfuckers shooting every day. So now it's just like all you see is they just, it's just a revolving cycle. Cops dumb. They don't do nothing. They just, they're just around. They respond when they need to respond and that's it. They're not stopping nothing. You know how I many people, sometimes a cop been on the corner and a motherfucker got shot right across the street? If somebody gonna kill you, they're gonna kill you. That's not the problem. The problem is there's no prevention. So when these politicians, they get on TV, say all this dumb bullshit all the time. I see the mayor once every three months. Half the people in the city don't even know who the fuck the mayor is. Police commissioner been here two years. You only see her when it's a police shooting or you only see her when it's, you barely even see her. Mm-hmm. Or if she is in the neighborhood, she's only in the neighborhood because it was some crazy shit that popped off. A kid died. Now she want to show up. This person died. Oh, now she want to show up. Like, it's crazy. And it's crazy. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not trying to get all crazy or nothing, but all year, last year, they, you know, defund the police, blah, blah, blah. That's not, that wasn't going to happen. I've been doing construction jobs all year this year. I did FBI. They doing a brand new police. Half the people probably ever know this. I probably don't get in trouble for saying this, but the, they printed a brand new police, uh, uh, police headquarters right on Broad Street. I'm not going to say we're on Broad Street, but right on Broad Street. Brand new, brand new building. And you know what's the crazy part? The biggest floor out of all of them is the homicide floor. Homicide floor is the biggest. They putting brand new shit down there. Like, so when it comes to politicians and all this other shit, that shit get, that shit, like hold them motherfuckers to a standard too. Because you go through some of these neighborhoods, you see all this shit, they take care of what they want to take care of. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like they always try and find solutions. How about y'all be the solution? I mean, y'all, y'all cause more problems than they do solutions. Politicians cause, especially in this city, they cause more problems than they have solutions. It's always a problem. It's always a problem. And they always look at the us like, no, y'all put us in this fucking position. Y'all see all these kids in, in poverty and all these neighborhoods in poverty and all these people in poverty. Y'all not doing shit about it. Y'all take care of downtown. Y'all gentrify the neighborhoods. Y'all stay the fuck out of the way. And then when some shit happened, y'all wait till it's 300, 300 murders. Now, all of a sudden, y'all, like, y'all didn't see it coming way back in May. Now, it's, now it's 300 murders. Now we're doing all of this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Y'all not going to do shit. It's going to be the same shit. It's been, a, it's been a rise over the past three, four years. This shit just didn't happen overnight. But whatever. It comes down to accountability. Yeah, they mm-hmm. don't have any accountability. I mean, you know, with us, with the culture, the black culture, they look at us, they have the biggest impact. That's why you see them come around so many times when it's time to uh, the vote. The only time they, they come around. They want to come around, you know, shake hands, do a couple of little cutting checks if need be, because mm-hmm. they want our influence. I don't trust none of the politicians. I don't care if you're good or not. I don't trust you. Because you, it, it might be one for every one good politician. There's another six or seven of them that ain't shit. Yeah. That, is, that is, I mean, but everybody that votes, some people that vote, they don't They don't read politics. They kind of go off what other people may think um, about this politician. So they vote them into office. You know, we can't lie and say that half of the people that voted for Obama voted for Obama because he was black. That's very much true, and everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Having them didn't know who Obama was. They didn't know that he was a fucking lawyer before he became a politician. They didn't know none of that. They, well, didn't, they knew this man was black, and he was mm-hmm. coming in the office, and he was running for president. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, maybe we see a light at the end of the tunnel because we got a black man in office. But little did they know he couldn't do shit because he was a black man in office. How many how many black men we got running this city in every inner city in America? And that, and that <laughs> But the thing about it is that people will vote these politicians in and give them everything. They just say, like, here, like, you you fix all of this or whatever case may be. But these politicians, some of them are just 
college graduates. They don't know anything about the inner city. All they know is numbers, but they've never lived in the inner city. They don't know exactly what's going on 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 a day-to-day basis in the inner city. And the reasons a lot of them do come around to the inner cities, as well as what Josh said, because they want our influence, because they know what impact we have. But also for the simple fact is that they want the community's help because we, the only ones that know what's actually going on. Mm-hmm. And you got to, and then when it comes to accountability as well, is that when you go into the inner cities, you can't always put it on a politician or a senator or anything like that or a representative because the simple fact is that I can't change anything in this neighborhood because this neighborhood doesn't want to change as well. Whose fault is that? The people in the neighborhood as well. True, you can't you but... can't put that on a politician. Or you can't put that all on a politician because, like I said, half of them don't know at day-to-day basis, what's going on in the inner city. And so if you come into one of those neighborhoods and you say, hey, I'm literally trying to change something. I'm trying to put my foot forward to do something, put laws in order. I need your help with this. I'm not saying because, like you said, some of them are bullshitters. Mm-hmm. They, they, don't, they get into office and all they're thinking about is re-election. They're not thinking about changing anything or helping anything. But for mm-hmm. the ones that may step foot into these neighborhoods and say, hey, I'm actually trying to help out. I actually want to change something. I actually want to do something. Everybody's looking at me like, oh, we heard this before. We're mm-hmm. not doing shit. Yeah. We're not doing anything. Or you're not going to talk to, you're not going to, but then there's people in the industry that's not going to talk to their friends who they know that's shooting up rec centers, who mm-hmm. they know that's shooting up blocks with kids on them, who they know that's actually making sure that these little boys don't know that there's a better light at the end of the fucking tunnel and they just making sure that they stay where they're at. You mm-hmm. got to talk about everybody. Everybody in that it's a whole fucking cycle because it comes down from the politician to the motherfucker that's living on the, on the corner. It mm-hmm. comes down to all of them, and the politician is the only one who has who you're putting a light on the politician because they have the fucking step stool to change something. Mm-hmm. But you can't a step stool to change something if nobody's listening to you, if nobody's paying attention to you, if nobody's telling you that hey, this is what you can and cannot do. This is what actually needs your focus mm-hmm. and not what the fuck you're focusing on. Then what can I do? If I'm coming into the neighborhood and only one person is talking to me and that's Miss Miss Geneva at the end of the block who only know about half of what's going on, but I really need to talk to John John down there because he know every fucking thing that's going on in this neighborhood, but he don't want to talk to me because he's heard people come into this neighborhood and say over and over again, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to change something, we're not going to do it. So when I come over and so he don't want to hear that shit. So I got to mm-hmm. make a way to do something so he can see that I'm actually trying. And that's why a lot of teachers get stuck in that way. Don't you? Do you know it's not one teacher on the school board? Not of course one. not. There's teacher. There's, there's not one teacher, and there's everybody on that school board is making rules for people that they don't, they never even step foot into a, into a classroom. The same way you got in Congress, you got a bunch of old white men telling what women can do with their body. They're trying to reverse Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Texas, they passed a law in Texas is telling them kids that basically you don't need to learn about Dr. Martin Luther King and that the Ku Klux Klan wasn't a fucking hate group. That mm-hmm. they was actually because it's making white people feel uncomfortable. So they changing all these laws in different cities and different states where it's going to trickle down and affect some shit in the future. It may not look like a big thing right now, but then later on, let's say five years from fucking now when your kids is growing up and now your daughter can't do this because they done knocked us back to the fucking 50s. Mm-hmm. The Ku Klux Klan is now, they they had the fucking rally in Philly, didn't they? What was they? The, the, the all them white boys that was fucking riding? Yeah. yeah. like um, And yeah. the cops did nothing because it was supposed to be a peaceful fucking... Opportunity. Uh, down fish down. But as soon as Black Lives Matter wants to do something, it's a problem because they look at us like we're a hate group. But all I'm saying is that I shouldn't be stopped and frisked for nothing. That my voice should actually fucking matter. But nobody sees it. But everybody has to take accountability. I'm saying you got to take accountability for telling your, your friends that they bullshitting, that you want some nut shit. And you got to be willing to lose them fucking friends at the end of the day. But people don't want to do that. You'll see niggas hang out with niggas they knew for years. But because of that time frame they had with that guy, they don't want to tell them anything. Or the time frame you had with that girl, you don't want to tell her anything. You drawling out here always fighting. You drawling out here in and out of fucking jail looking stupid. You mm-hmm. drawing out here making all these kids. And you want to talk about the government, but you need government assistance. Yeah. You can't do that because as soon as you have three or four kids and you ain't know you low income, the government is throwing you Section 8 vouchers, welfare, food stamps, all types of shit, child care protection, everything. But you want to talk about, oh, the government don't do shit. Bitch, you got a house. <laughs> your kids are taken care of. You should have a good ass job where you can save this money to get your kids out of this fucking predicament. But you want to talk about what they're not doing for you? You want to talk about what they're not doing for the next motherfucker? Yeah. Yeah. 
So everybody needs to take account of the food stays high at me. I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> you got the food stays high at me. If you on them, that's perfectly fine. I'm not knocking the people that are on them because they need to. I'm talking to the motherfuckers that will down talk the government, but then put their hand out. Yeah, that makes no sense. I'm saying, but if y'all cutting them checks out, <laughs> <laughs> they had a out. sign up. Yeah, I, I saw it on Instagram. Holiday. It was like, if you see somebody selling food stamps, that is a federal crime. <laughs> no, real rat. Holla at me. You got them food stamps. I'm really saying, need me. any politician that want cool, come come through. Y'all can see what I'm saying. <laughs> Niggas just had an event for me. Y'all come through though. It's all good. Y'all want to come through. We, you know we are very open. Very open to everybody. Open you know to saying? everybody. Come on, come on through. But y'all, 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 y'all motherfuckers start up, telling y'all friends what it really is y'all and educate terrible. them. Y'all terrible. No, y'all terrible. Get it together. Y'all let these people know. Yeah, motherfuckers sitting sitting in a nice home somewhere, yeah. just chilling. You know sitting saying? and motherfuckers. Oh, this is what I this is what I hate. I mean, I'm together. talking. I'm looking at this fucking camera. Yeah, that one. I'm talking to all y'all motherfuckers who think because you lived in Philly, you lived in a project, you lived in whatever neighborhood you grew up in, and you is so hyped because you want to move out of Philly and go to a county. You want to move out of Philly and move to Delaware. You want to move down south because they got all these nice houses, <clears> nice atmosphere. They got grassland. Your kids just gonna grow up living like the motherfucking Brady Bunch. That is perfectly fucking fine. But for those of us who may not can make that move right a fucking way, don't downplay them. Yeah. Don't talk shit about them. Let them make their moves to go that way. Some people don't, some people are not impacted by the fucking gun violence that's going on in Philadelphia. Some yeah. people didn't grow up in a bad neighborhood, even though they lived in Philly. They didn't grow up in a bad neighborhood or on a bad block. They had a great childhood. They had to worry about one of their friends getting shot. They had to worry about that. Now, today's age, you may have it because motherfuckers are a little loose and reckless, but don't downplay them. Show them what they can do better. Show them how they can make that move. Just because you moved out to the county, bitch, you, all you got is another bag of marbles that you got to go through. And you don't know what the fuck you get. <laughs> so don't go out there thinking you living all, be- you living all big and beautiful oh, because the motherfucking people out there don't want you there either. Talk your shit. Listen, I just want everybody to have a good, peaceful life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> everybody is, be honest with y'all been, motherfuckers. Baby. <laughs> Listen, man. Everybody against, it's always everybody against everybody instead of everybody coming together. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, black, white, Puerto Rican, yellow, orange, don't matter what color it is, there's some dope people out here. Mm-hmm. Don't matter what color they are. They don't give a fuck about your color. They don't give a mm-hmm. fuck about nothing. Because let me tell you something. You can get on all white people if you want to. A white person from Kensington, a white person from Northeast, and a white person from middle uh, Pennsylvania had three three different perspectives on how the fuck life is going. I tell you that right there. So you just, can't, so. just can't always, you know what I'm saying, blame everybody on just on race and mm-hmm. everything like that. Sometimes it's just the motherfuckers because yeah. Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Chinese, yeah, Asians, all they so stick all together. Where, all where you come with from. With their communities. Where you come from. And they make sure each other come up, come out. You like listen, no matter what. Like but all right, sturdy, sturdy thought of the week. Uh it's funny <laughs> we say that. Uh stop accepting constructive criticism from people who haven't constructed anything. Hmm. Because uh people who always, you know, try to give some constructive criticism. Oh, you know, you should did this, should did this, and they ain't did shit. Like they just tell you what you should have did, but they ain't do nothing. So, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that because I, I didn't have my, my vent <laughs> session. So I'm just going yeah, to leave it at that. And we all yeah. had our moments here. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. So, Zada Pudgy, uh, what's, <laughs> <laughs> what's next for you? Got a video shoot coming up soon. Another mixtape. And I'm looking to go get some, get, start doing some more shows. For sure. That'd be dope. Definitely. Y'all invited next time. Yeah. Oh, now we invited this time. Now before, before oh, we invite this time. We invite this time. All right, be, before uh, before we get out of here, you know what I'm saying? We gonna get you to give us a little uh, little freestyle. So oh yeah, he wants some you bars. You want some bars? So we we gonna we gonna give you the beat. You know what I'm saying. Keep your eyes on the vision One man grinding hard on a mission 20 plus years in the hood Feel like a life sentence Still get up and get it Can't fall off A lot of niggas want you to Even when I got it I need more Can't get comfortable Demons from the past Set your soul like it's comfort food I stick and move And pray like any God fearing man would do Bodies all on the news Niggas breaking all the rules They running off on the plug That's why they gotta keep the two Niggas do anything for queen That's why cash rules Product of my environment We move how them apes move Niggas line they homie for the money A disgrace move Say it's no competition They still trying to race you, love you when you around, but when you gone, they talking hateful. You just motivation, shake it off, don't let them phase you, nigga. No one play you, nigga. 
Make that money, never let that money make you, nigga When it control you, you gon' do some shit that ain't you, nigga Grind crazy, I ain't sleep, but I need pay too, nigga Tryna make money in my sleep, that paper chase you, nigga Hope we all make it, ain't the type to hate you, nigga Yeah, hope I'm destined to make it I was born to sin All the losses that I took, I'm just trying to win My homie ever fucked up, but I gotta handle it Watch these niggas, this plastic under pressure, they gon' bend Breeze through, catch your lack, and just know that we gon' spin again Dog eat dog, and you can't eat if you ain't pitting in Life or death in these streets, we just pray that we ain't get in Danger you watching over, about the double wall, they steepin' in Still creep by the pistol case, the robbers try creepin' in Nigga think it's sweet, and he can fold it like a crispy tin Oh man, <laughs> listen man, drop the bars on them like always, we appreciate you coming through, uh, give, them, give them your Instagram, where they can find your music, all that good stuff. Exotic Pudgy, my Instagram, um, my mixtape called Rank, it's in the link in my bio on, on uh, Instagram and also my first video, uh, Way Up, was in the link in my bio too. No, we definitely, definitely appreciate you for coming through. Uh, like I always say, man, stay sturdy, stay striving to your success, and most of all, stay safe because it's crazy word out here. Shout out, Ant, all angles matters. Make sure y'all get with them for all your camera needs. All angles matters. Caption all moments. Uh, it's the ball events. Thanks, sturdy. Sturdy facts 101. Stay sturdy. Be the strip, come around here and you niggas get blicked. Juice, that's my man, and he rockin' real shit. Y'all niggas pussies, you niggas got clicks. I don't give a fuck, cause I'm fuckin' your bitch. I do what I want, cause you know I'm the shit. Scrap on slide, Nash car, new whip. And he got the white girl, I cool with. Y'all niggas mad, cause my block do shit. Metro everywhere, the block boomin'. Yeah, got the gas in the shit, true man. Like, these niggas mad, I hop in my bag. You pussies, you know what you want. You niggas be trippin' for real, like, y'all niggas trippin' for real, what you doin'? You hate on the eight, you can get shot in your face, and you think that we playin'. You know what I'm saying? Keep me a gun on my side and shit in my hand. And we all got them grands, we all got a plan to get out the trenches for real. You niggas be hating on pudge, that pudge you up next and you know this shit real. Wait till a nigga slide. I do what I want, work it out, nigga, exercise. Homicide, new quarter body, he dance on the victim, the cha cha. Why would I not slide? Pussy keep talking that biggie shit, why would he not die? Homicide, new quarter body, he dance on the victim, the cha cha. Why would I not slide? We going way up, we going way up. Here we get 3P, we gonna stay up Said we will make it, they gonna hate us Drip on the daily, they gonna paste us And I find it funny, we was just down not too long ago Been through a lot, still keep it pushing with precaution though Niggas getting hit left and right Collecting, have that pipe